Hi, welcome to the new episode of Sports Scene. Let's aim sports. Today on 6 June 2021, we are celebrating one year completion of Sports Scene. The journey which started on 6 June 2020 couldn't have been more exciting. Today, we are privileged to host a lady whose journey is built on grit and determination. Dr. Deepa Malik, who is the first Indian woman to win a medal at Paralympics. She won the silver medal in the shot put in 2016 Paralympic Games. She was previously honored with Arjuna Award in 2012. She has also been conferred the prestigious Padma Shri Award in 2017 and Rajiv Gandhi Khel Ratna Award in 2019. She created a new Asian record in Asian Para Games 2018, and she is the only Indian woman to win three consecutive medals at Asian Para Games in 2010, 2014, and 2018. Dr. Deepa Malik, who has continuously risen above all odds, braving chest below paralysis for the last 22 years, winner of five President of India Awards, four Limca World Record, three international awards, 68 national and state medals, 23 international medals. Padma Shri, Khel Ratna and Arjuna Awardee, Dr. Deepa Malik is India's first paraplegic woman biker, swimmer, rallyist and India's first ever female Paralympic medalist. She is enabling other people with disabilities through her, her foundation, Wheeling Happiness. Dr. Deepa Malik has been recognized as the Woman of the Year 2019 by the International Paralympic Committee and also served as a citizen ambassador to New Zealand. Dr. Deepa Malik has been appointed as a member of government's All India Council for Sports and is currently serving as a president of Paralympic Committee of India. Dr. Deepa Malik, a member of Honorary Prime Minister Modi's high-level committee for celebrating 75 years of India's independence. Please welcome an iron lady whose journey is built on grit and determination, a lady who is India's pride and president of Paralympic Committee of India, Dr. Deepa Malik. Thank you for watching, thank you for liking and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe on our channel, Sportsy Says, and help us spread the word about Sportsy. We go with the same handle, Sportsy Says, across all the social media platform as well as the podcast platform. Hello, ma'am. It is great to have you on our platform uh, today on 6 June 2021. We are celebrating uh, our first year of Sportsy. And uh, the journey that started on 6 June 2020 couldn't have been more exciting. And uh, today we are really privileged to have you on our platform. Uh, it is not only about your achievement on sports, but the way you have had your journey with the grit and determination, being an inspiration and motivation to so many people. And uh, it is a dream for anybody who follows sports to get a chance to talk to you, uh, see you and uh, watch your journey, ma'am. It is my honor. And thank you for accepting my invite. Thank you. It's a special day and heartiest congratulations. Uh, uh, they say the, the beginning, uh, when well begun is half done, you've already completed one very successful year. And uh, what I must congratulate you for is that you're very inclusive in your in interviews and your approach because you're also introducing the para-athletes, the stars, the heroes of para-sports. I have seen your earlier episodes and I am very proud that a lot of my para-athletes um, are getting uh, exposure through your interviews. So thank you for that. Yes, Ma'am, that, that's... That is what it is like. It, it, I don't think there's any more inspiring journey that we can get when I spoke to Neeraj or Pooja or Navdeep, Mansi. It is, it, they, it, it shows you the way of life that we take it for granted. Yes, uh, we agree. Yes, uh, as we have, we have read uh, so many things about you that uh, you had an army upbringing and uh, 
what you have heard, what we have heard, you have always been active uh, in your early life. Uh, but did you ever consider sports as a career then, or it was just a way of life? It was just a way of life. I I think uh, I am uh, my DNA is uh, of outdoors. I am a happier soul when I'm out. It could be any activity. It could be riding. It could be traveling. It could be uh, going on a picnic. Uh, and somewhere, I think we have that culture of fitness. Uh, like we saw a father going for the morning PT and the evening games. Mm-hmm. There was in his routine a dedicated time given to sports. That I think just came in naturally. That once a day you have to play, play whatever. But sports became a little serious in college when I was in the boarding in Sofia College, Ajmer. I joined the college cricket team. Then I also joined the cricket team, and got an opportunity to be part of the first women's cricket team, which was being consolidated in state of Rajasthan. But that was a very brief stint. After that, I got married, and I married a sports person, son of a very uh, eloquent sports person. My dad-in-law was. you know um, he still holds the records of indian military academy in sports so yeah a physical fitness and activity was innate uh, to my family and to my in-laws family uh, so ma'am that that shows the the zeal that you have and i think that is what uh, uh, we have uh, we get to see in 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 the whole journey but uh, just uh, uh, following back on one one incident of 999 the uh, in 1999 the journey uh, that we have seen up till now is the incomparable inspirational motivation for all of us but for you during that specific period what was your inspiration and the motivation uh, how did you come out of all those things i think for me motherhood was a great inspiration uh, i have always seen my parents uh, lead with an example and that's how we emerged to be the positive thinking and active citizens of the country and that is exactly what i wanted to uh, pass on to my children i never wanted them to remember me as a sad abla bechari dukhi apang you know um, physically maybe i was faced with a challenge and i had no control on that because it was a medical condition and post surgeries of the spinal cord uh, i was left with paralysis chest down but what was in my control was my mental well being um and to do best with what i was left with take my rehab seriously take my physical fitness seriously learn the new body and be accepting about it matlab soch mein negativity nahi because otherwise probably i would have infected my children with the same thing especially my elder daughter was herself hemiplegic at that point of time due to a head injury so mere liye parenting disability ne actually easy kar di क्योंकि एक फिजिकली चैलेंज बच्ची को मुझे उसकी डिसेबिलिटी से बाहर निकालना था तो लीडिंग बाय एग्जांपल बिकेम द बेस्ट रूट रियल वाओ मैम इट्स 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 आई डोंट थिंक यू कैन हैव एनी मोर द वे यू पुट इट इट्स एवरीबॉडी हैज देयर ओन जर्नी एंड एंड एज पीपल से दैट एवरी लाइफ हैज अ स्टोरी बट ओनली फ्यू मेक इट इनटू 70 एमएम सो आई थिंक दिस इज दिस इज व्हाट वी गेट टू हियर इन व्हाटएवर यू से बट इज विदिन मैम विदिन 10 इयर्स वी हैव you actually went and uh, competed in red the himalayas and desert storm we all know about your love for biking that uh, that you had and motoring but how did actually the, the the mental aspect that you spoke about actually help you to thrive for something which was never done nobody had a license to drive uh, all those right. things were the things and uh, 
you managed to not only get a license but actually went and uh, went ahead and did those two amazing rallies so how were what what was the time for that those two rallies are the rallies written about but i have also done royal rajasthan rally won a podium on couple class i have done speed sprints i have done best hundred i have done agra taj rally so the <laughs> just two rallies um and i am now very integral part of the motorsports uh, women uh, association i am one of the committee members um, the women uh, motorsports federation has just started and association and i'm very much helping them form policies for women uh, motorsports persons um see i think um, the love for outdoor was the dna and then every opportunity to prove ability beyond disability to give a shock treatment into the society that i was called ambulance ki sawari taxi wala haath dene ke baad ruk nahi raha tha ambulance ki sawari ne ambulance mein bithai hai as if that is the impression around people using wheelchair that needed to change i was being judged as a patient sitting on the wheels of a wheelchair that was something which destiny offered me i had to convert it to the choice of wheels i loved and i wanted to give momentum to my life mobility to my life in the eyes of others and these rallies became a medium for doing that and bringing about a change wow and uh, as again but how much of a cliche that line line sounds but uh, i think you're proving i think you're giving me phrase for everything that you have been talking about people throw stones at you and you convert into milestones i yeah i mean i i probably have learned the ability to churn all the negativity into an outcome which is not only a personal achievement but it also changes something in the society in the country uh, and it becomes larger than a personal initiative it becomes a community initiative amazing ma'am uh, and now uh, from your love for biking and uh, and motorsport uh, we come to the the glorious career of, of uh, when the that you have had before uh, uh, which started swimming and uh, as you said that swimming was really something that helped you build the arm strength at the same time uh, it is something that really helped you to come to the competitive sport but when we saw you cross yamuna and getting into limka book of record uh, we know you are swimming and uh, we have heard some stories about people lining up next to you the local people but what was going through your mind what is that uh, feel to cross yamuna and with this state so i think that was again churning negativity into positivity because i was getting nowhere internationally in swimming in india obviously i was the only one in my disability category the first woman to swim yeah. etc but uh, i when was pushed against amputees their body was shorter lighter and they did not have a spinal cord injury so they had control over their abdomen glute uh, oblique muscles they did not have surgery between the shoulder blades only their legs were amputated or the legs had polio uh, but their shoulder muscles were strong uh, there uh, there was no stitches or uh, surgeries between the shoulder blades so for me my upper body was also not as strong as my counterparts in international competition and similarly my body was way longer heavier 
in the water which would not give me the speed and agility and on top of that i was not getting heated swimming pools in the winter months so regularly i was not able to keep up my daily practice my body does not have temperature control and if i had a competition in december month i had to go relying on my preparations only till september which is not justifying my training and my uh using up the expenses to go abroad just because i was number 1 in india and i was nobody internationally it didn't feel right and it did hurt me when someone said madam ka theek hai madam ko tour milte rehte hain so i wanted to prove a point that i am a good swimmer i have the intention of uh, working hard but uh, i did not want to leave swimming as a quitter mm-hmm. i that's why cross river yamuna in 2008 i proved the point in summer months in on 15th june i had done that and uh, that became an international world record also um, later on so and after that i shifted gears in 2009 to athletic yes and uh, that is that's the uh, that is the amazing part that i think you have mentioned somewhere that uh, the swimming helped you build a upper arm strength yes. and you actually used that towards all the three sports that are using the upper arm javelin shot put and discus and so, it is the best possible exercise for spinal cord injury the the hydrotherapy uh, releases spasms in the body it uh, it gives you blood circulation cardio without uh, hampering any injury to the body because the sea of water helps you right. and protects you from any injury so swimming i still do like a cross training process wow and and that is something that uh, we get uh, we get to hear about uh, your love for swimming all the time but uh, uh, when uh, when we it the move happened to athletics uh, and honestly speaking ma'am you started when probably 90% of the athlete retire yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, because you're uh, you you started in the first asian medal came in 2010 and uh, so do you think uh, the mental the mental aspect actually define the age and the physical aspect yeah like um, i remember in one of the interviews martina navratilova said that the ball doesn't know my age oh, wow the the spear or the discus or the shot put they didn't know who was holding it they only knew the force that was being applied on it and the force can only come by the hard work uh, that you do the training that you do um, so the strength the diet the nutrition that you take to throw that and the will yes. i had all the ingredients so age was just a number wow yeah the proof of the pudding is what we get to see we see the whole pudding amazing with the cherry on top uh, so uh, but uh, ma'am i just you you compare across all the three uh, element javelin discus and shot put uh, for an athlete how tough or easy it is for you to switch between them uh, is and again because technique is different uh, the instruments are different at the same time uh, your mindset is different uh, absolutely so how does that work See, sometimes you're not left with choice, so beggars uh, can't be choosers. What happens in uh, Paralympic sports, off and on, for a particular category, a particular event doesn't come. We take example of Devendra Jhajaria, 
he won a medal in 2004 and then for his next turn he had to wait till 2016 yes. almost 12 years in his disability category the throw never came since he did not develop another sport he waited for his turn for 12 years right i did not have time to wait because i already joined at 40 yes so uh, whatever sport in my disability category was offered i tried to adapt to that and it was um, kind of a survival of the fittest <laughs> so uh, it was more a survival i mean javelin i have created three consecutive asian records three asian games but my paralympic medal is for uh, shot put yes and uh, the last at the age of 48 for the first time i participated in discus and i got a medal there also for the asian games so it was yes a lot of learning unlearning and relearning but i think it was more for continuity to win and you know to get medals for the country we had to switch yeah and uh, ma'am the way you said it it was a survival of the fittest and i think you survive amazing and i think you proved that you 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 give me anything i'll throw it away and i'll get the medal uh, so so ma'am with this there was, was a, a lot of hard work it was a lot of discipline and people are worried about today's lockdown um, you know there's a lot of talk around mental health uh, for being a social recluse um, at least people have social media to their um, you know uh, they, to their utility they have phones mobiles um, they can be watching so much for me it was a so being a social recluse and um, not socializing having a totally different kind of a routine that my age ladies were having when they were enjoying movies parties kitties travel i was just sticking to a room and uh, only following a very strict regime of training for 10 long years hmm. so um, that was a lockdown for me uh, where i was not even allowed to kind of stay late watching and looking at the screen of a mobile phone or uh, internet because it would disrupt my training i had to wake up at 4 in the morning and be at the stadium at 6 and it was like a continual process so people often ask me this lockdown doesn't bother you i said no it doesn't because i'm so used to these lockdowns any athlete any sports person would probably be so used to a lockdown I mean, in this emotional sense of course it does hamper your training uh, on ground sometimes but yeah i'm talking about the mental well being yes, correct correct so ma'am before before moving to the uh, the the work that you are doing to, uh, towards the paralympic sport in india i had one question uh, just in about 2012 uh, when you could not participate in london olympics uh, london Para- paralympics uh yes. because the whole male contingent uh, went there and yes from there to 2016 when you come become the first indian to win a paralympic medal uh yes. how were those four years as you probably just touched upon that point about uh, lockdown and mental stability but those four years for an athlete is, is tremendous i i did feel deprived because i had given up my full fledged restaurant business i had left my home after 2010 i had shifted to delhi um and i lived out of a room leaving a big huge farmhouse and this move was uh, sort of uh, 
you know difficult for the family also to accept because everybody wondered at 40 where does she want to go and play yeah there were no policies there were no recognition around the sport from 2010 to 2012 i worked very hard not just in the field but also in terms of policies in in terms of uh, fighting for ad par uh, you know training programs etc and it was a delay in visa my application of visa was submitted way after the date of the competition and i would have qualified and taken that one slot but that one person in the team delayed my visa process and i missed uh, my london paralympics and that seemed like a work not complete and uh, i often laugh i said mai shayad auto ki salman khan hu ek bar commitment karke mai khud ki bhi so to mujhe wo journey complete karni thi because agar maine swimming kari to i made a world record biking kari i made a limca record maine rallies kari i made a record i wanted to touch the highest point of sports also and paralympics and a medal in paralympics probably was uh, was the one yeah it it, it was it delayed was but not denied it was, it was delayed but not denied yes those four years were tough because everybody was saying theek hai madam पार्टिसिपेशन पे भी तो अर्जुन अवार्ड ही मिलता तो अर्जुन अवार्ड तो 2012 में आपको ऑलरेडी मिल ही गया है लंदन नहीं गए तो क्या हुआ एंड आयरोनिकली 2012 अगस्त वाज़ द ओपनिंग सेरेमनी ऑफ पैरालंपिक्स एंड आई वाज़ गेटिंग माय अर्जुन अवार्ड इन इट इट केम अक्रॉस एज अ ट्रॉफी ऑफ कॉम्पनसेशन इट डिट फील गुड यू नो इट्स फोटो खिंच गई है आपकी प्रेसिडेंट के साथ पैरालंपिक्स चले जाते तो फोटो नहीं खिंचती डोंट कंसोल मी ऑन माय अवार्ड इट्स नॉट अ कंसोलेशन प्राइज आई एम गोइंग टू मेक इट वर्थ वाइल एंड देन आई प्रैक्टिस एंड आई प्रैक्टिस एंड आई प्रैक्टिस आई मेड अनादर रिकॉर्ड इन जैवलिन इन 2014 एशियन गेम्स बट बाय द टाइम द फाइनल लिस्ट केम आउट इट वाज शॉट पुट ओके and i barely had uh, 11 months to get there in short put from the day of qualification to the day of um, you know winning the medal it was a journey of doubts it was journey of doubts imposed by others how is she going to do the new technique she will never be able to make it she's too old to win a medal um, her diet has changed her entire training has changed who is going to coach her now mm-hmm. she will to coach so there were a lot of elements of doubt around and i and so much so that i was dragged to the high court that selection has been uh, done in a cheating manner so taken to high court for a throw of 4.48 but i got the medal with a throw of 4.61 <laughs> wow it's uh, i as as that's what you said right everything was is you made happen whatever you touch you got the record record recognitions and everything uh, so ma'am uh, as you said the arjuna award was not a consolation uh, that you had but you converted into a padma shri you converted to khel ratna and it is 
the, the, the list goes on for you to collect, collect the award. Uh, do you think the athlete uh, really gets uh, going with this kind of validation uh, from the government? What is the fee? Of course, it's, it's, a, it's a recognition of your hard work. It is a validation of your journey. Uh, the sacrifice that you have made, you have made 130 crores Indians proud. Because whenever you won a medal, uh, India wins a medal. Deepa yes. doesn't win a medal. So, you know, you have contributed to the history of the Indian sports. I mean, that's a huge contribution. You have given years and decades of your life to earn that. And in return, the government gives you that honor and coming from the first citizen of the country, the president of the country, it means a lot. It, it boosts not just your own uh, uh, morale and your journey and it is appreciation for you, but it also um, shows that how inclusive the government is when it comes to para-sports and how involved the government heads are in the world of sports. But it also adds responsibility because uh, they say the head that wears the crown also wears the weight. So we have to be very careful around that award. We have to um, keep the grace, keep the honor in your own lifestyle, in your mannerism. And it also is a humble reminder that it's your turn to give back. You know, if sports has given you so much, each one of us should give back to that sport. Excellent. Uh, Ma'am, and uh, as you're talking about giving back, uh, now after an amazing career, you are a president of uh, the Paralympic Committee of India. Uh, and you mentioned uh, over a chat, you spoke about accessibility issues and you spoke about a lot of other, other things. Uh, how do you think that we actually, as, as a country, can actually be better on accessibility? And what is your vision uh, for Indian Paralympic sport? See, um, the fact that an athlete has been chosen to head the entire federation, it itself speaks about how athlete-centric now uh, the whole vision is. So there's always be the athlete's perspective which will be put on forefront and on priority. My vision for para-sports in the country would be definitely um, more sporting facility in terms of infrastructure. I'm very happy that the policies are now falling in place. Our uh, fundings from the government, cash rewards, job opportunities, everything is at par with the able body. So I definitely don't see a difference there and a struggle there. The struggle definitely is on the grassroots. The struggle is definitely as of now in creating more, uh, more and more areas of infrastructure. But that is a not just around sports, that is a larger perspective where our country needs to uh, focus and each and every citizen, you know, we keep waiting for the government to do it. Nowhere government says that don't make an accessible building. Nowhere the government says that uh, don't make an inclusive sporting arena. It's when on a human level, a committee, a society, a federation, a architectural project on sports, when they are designing it, they have to be inclusive and they have to reflect Honorable Prime Minister's vision of leave no one behind. So it has to be a collective effort now 
and para sports have arrived the statistics says that we are making our country equally proud and these are mainstream sports so i definitely want to work on grassroots levels have more district sports more competitions more awareness programs more train the trainer programs uh, get more classifiers uh, qualified as per ipc standards in the country um yeah for me this has been a rough ride because uh, when i took over as the president of course uh, the election itself went into the court then it took a while for the courts to release the orders then we regained our uh, suspension was revoked and after that the covid happened yes again a huge challenge because no other president no predecessor could tell me how to run a federation how to have an annual competition training calendar how to design uh, the training and the fitness from home for athletes because it has never happened before so again it was a huge challenge it is a huge challenge um, and as an athlete i can relate to the dilemma of our athletes but everybody is pulled off pulled it off very well and uh, there have been certain heartbreaks because lack of travel provisions and lack of visa visa provisions and um so i do feel sad for a few of them who could have definitely achieved the qualification uh, but then we are all in it together this is a universal situation where no one no individual can help and uh, this is so true and it is the, the whole athlete journey is driven around those four three years or four years of collab, uh, work towards that one day of glory that they get uh, it's like usain usain bolt says that i i run for 1000 days to get those 10 seconds in four yes. years right so uh, and we exactly understand talking to so many athletes that uh, i spoken to neeraj and navdeep and uh, pooja and everybody had so much of things to talk about you ma'am uh, that is what i want to touch upon uh, uh it's it is about uh, the current situation that a lot of programs were uh, getting done at the district level yes. to make sure the sanity that you maintain the sanity and give the mental we work very closely with the athletes for their mental wellbeing and a huge thank you to ministry of sports and sports authority of india they have been regularly conducting webinars around mental fitness nutrition physical fitness we also had our own set of webinars um we make sure our athletes are participating in the ipc webinars as well right. so um, thankfully covid 19 has taught us the use the positive use of information technology and it has brought us closer it has made our communication faster and smoother which was lacking um, earlier so now para athletes have understood the need to have a smartphone Uh, the need to learn about information technology and that will only widen and broaden their horizon in terms of acquiring more knowledge around their sport yes uh, and ma'am uh, my last question to you i am speaking i i can go on for the whole day asking you so many questions that i have but i'll probably pick up other time with different thing but i i, I have a last question to you ma'am yes. uh, uh, as as a as a president and a active member of the of the community what is the vision for the next five years five years if you have to understand as per the paralympic games in the country and representation internationally and also where do you think that we have a uh, we have a possible possible challenge or opportunities to create a bigger impact 
uh, for the India to become a sporting nation and the role that a lot of federal like NGO like Laksha Sports, Go Sports playing playing in the supporting all these things. Yes, we what we have OGQ supporting us. OGQ, also. yeah, OGQ. Yeah, OGQ. a lot of para athletes are there. See, um, I, in my five years vision from now for Paralympic sport is uh, definitely with United Nations intervention and collaboration with IPC, with all the international bodies now calling it Olympic Paralympic Games. Yes. Logos are being launched together. Okay. Um, village and the sporting area is common. And uh, so this inclusivity and bringing the parasports into mainstream will also change the outlook of the society towards physically challenged people. They will be seen as active members of the society. And uh, I can already see that because there's so many government programs where para-athletes are leading as role models, whether it is election commission, Swachh Bharat, Beti Bachao. Um, so, uh, so, you know, you, you can see that they are playing an active role. Um, even the corporate industry is changing. We see a lot of change, even how the advertisements are placed. I personally have done commercials, uh, proper commercials. I have been on a soft drink bottle so the fact that entities like OGQ, Go Sports, Lakshay, they all are including parasports in their curriculum. Everybody's understood that parasports is the next big thing for the country. Paralympic sport is going to put uh, India on the global map in a big way. You know, now that uh, we live in a world where wars and battles are not appreciated. The only way you can establish, uh, you know, your power and uh, your presence. I think sports is one major such ground. And uh, from this platform, I want to make an appeal that when a para-athlete goes to play and represent the country, they don't take a 12% or an 8% of the Indian flag. Because often I have heard this, oh, you guys, you're just 12% of the country. But we don't carry the 12% flag. We carry the complete Indian flag. And we represent not just the 12%, we represent the 130 crores, the 100% population of the country. So people have to accept us as mainstream, which is happening. Media is playing a major role. Social media and platforms like yours are playing major role. I, uh, I'm really, really uh, happy that uh, most of the sports are now being reported. So in five years, I think we are going to grow many folds. And uh, the biggest powerhouse of sports will be para-sports. Yes, uh, yes ma'am. And as you said, uh, I... I... I know while you're speaking, I was getting goosebumps. Uh, uh, it's 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 about the whole passion. It's the representation. Uh, it's the tiranga that you wear and uh, the the opportunity that you have to carry. And it is inclusive. I think the inclusiveness is so important uh, that we're talking about. We were earlier we were fighting about men and women, and and uh, then able and disabled. I think it's the inclusiveness is something that uh, is so important. It has to be uh, taught at the school level. And I have not missed it. Like I'm saying, I, I have been celebrated, uh, welcomed, whether it was my village cup, 
whether it were the corporates, whether the governments, um, any, you name a sporting award and I have it on my collection because I have never been excluded for being a disabled athlete. So my country has changed uh, and it has changed for the better. Yes. And it is changing every day. Yes, ma'am. And uh, that is what, uh, 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 these are the, what is the sound, uh, music to my ear or every everybody's ear in the country who, who breathe by sport, love sport, drink sport, eat sport, whatever you want to call it. And that's the way of life. Uh, it's It just makes it, as, as they say, right, sports is the greatest teacher and the sports field the greatest classroom that you can get. And if... And if we have the guides like you, I think we are looking at a really bright future. Uh, Ma'am, uh, I asked one question to all the guests that I get to host is uh, one message that you have to all the viewers and listeners. So our, uh, of this, we have all the kids watching it. We have parents watching it. We have uh, people who are interested in sports management industry are watching it. So one message that you want to give it to everybody. I think um, sports is an amazing tool, which not only keeps you fit, it keeps you mentally happy and agile, but it is also a great tool to bring people from different cultures, backgrounds, different kind of looks, different kind of bodies come together. It is a very big unifying factor. It inculcates a sense of belonging, sense of patriotism, um, sense of discipline, uh, sense of self-belief it is a character builder and if all of us have a character which holds the qualities of being punctual being fit being mentally positive uh, having sportsman spirit learning to fight against odds and come out as a winner uh, brave it in the low times because you know there are times you lose there are times you win so they know how to handle success and defeat both then we are going to have citizens of a country who all hold great values and uh, the whole character of the nation is going to be so positive and uh, so fit so i think play sports encourage each other to play some sport because it's a huge healer everywhere. Thank you, ma'am. I don't think we could have had any wonderful message or any better message than this uh, to all the viewers and listeners. And it is my pleasure, our pleasure to listen to you on our platform. And it's really appreciate your time and uh, all the all the fun chat that you actually, I, honestly speaking, this was the probably the first interview I was nervous before the interview. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god <laughs> i hope i didn't scare you <laughs> no so i think the, the the pep talk just before that i think really helped uh, so thank you for that and uh, thank you, uh, it 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 is it is my pleasure to have a, a host you and on a special day uh, for us as well and uh, and and the year of olympics year of uh, paralympic uh, pa uh, together i think it is Really appreciate your time, ma'am, and uh, thank you. Uh, wish you all the best for all the endeavors that you have. And I'm, as as I said, I'm just a call away for any kind of uh, assistance that I can give in the yeah. whole journey. Thank you so much. Thank you for this. God thank bless you. Wish you uh, much more success in bringing about sport as a healthy way of life. Thank you, ma'am. Stay safe. Thank you.
Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Thank you for watching. Thank you for liking and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe on our channel Sports C Says and help us spread the word about Sports C. We go with the same handle Sports C Says across all the social media platform as well as the podcast platform.